Sports, apparently, from our remote locations. Uh, with me tonight, my co-host, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And a long pause, but not quite a full stop, the M-dash, Big City Adam. Hello! And me, the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports. I'm Rowdy. Gentlemen, it's episode 308. How are we? 308 a week late. Yeah, man. That's right. What happened? What, where, where were you guys? Well, Snoop was uh, driving down to Fulton County, uh, Georgia, to surrender himself uh, for his... Uh, mm-hmm. Surrender himself at Fulton County Jail. <laughs> um, turned himself in. Yep. <laughs> for um, inciting an insurrection, something like that. So, I think that <clears> was trying to steal Rico an election. Charge, isn't it? Rico, Rico. Yeah, yeah, they got him on the Rico. So I don't know when we'll see him again, but uh, yeah. but yeah, thankfully we've got Big City here. Uh, yeah, and then Reed and I both got the got the COVID. Um, yeah. So that that yeah, kind of ate up First our time. weeks. Pop my cherry. Told you guys to sleep in separate rooms once you got sick. I know. I know. <clears throat> but she won't I'm listen. still <clears throat> still got a little. <laughs> let me get a little drink here. Yeah, yeah Reed, why don't you tell there. us about your, your first Watch COVID that frog experience? Down. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was the biggest bummer was that I missed a bunch of stuff that I had planned. And well, you did too, Rowdy. We missed our fantasy draft. Yep. I had to, Snoop uh, was kind of. Hour is to, doing a lot of work in that sense well, for the both of Rowdy, you. But yeah, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I missed my fantasy draft. Rowdy missed camaraderie and National Geographic time. Yeah, yeah last year magazines. I just rolled up with the National Geographic and hung out. But yeah, good, and good group of guys. We missed visiting with two of the three or four people that listened to this show, Tommy Gunn and Harless, uh, who, uh, but Snoop was kind enough to FaceTime me in, so I got to put an eye on everybody and do a little bit of smack talking. Did you get to see the, uh, uh, the food spread this year? I didn't. I didn't. Uh, no one took me in the house, oh. <laughs> which was probably Just smart. Kept since you I had COVID. <laughs> You know, I don't think we Um, actually have heard any words about the draft. Usually there's a lot of draft chatter. That's true. I know we haven't gotten into the season yet, but how did your draft go? Uh, I made some mistakes, I feel like. uh, How many Bama players do you have? Um, One, two, two or three, three. At least three. Okay. I mean, yeah. did they give you any kind of concessions because you were Four. ill? You weren't in the right state of mind? No. they. I mean, I'm the champion, Rowdy, so they oh. really were probably pleased that I was. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. They might have given in you in COVID. A, in a fever dream. Oh, I like where this conspiracy could go. Oh, yeah. Huh. Dosed me. Yeah. To keep Absolutely. Me, keep me off my game. Hmm. There yeah. are several people capable, capable of doing so. But waiver wires open today, and I corrected some of my draft mistakes promptly at noon today. So we'll see. Who are your Who are your hype? Who are you looking forward to? Who's going to get you some points this year? Is that how you mm, well? About I have it? Jalen Hurts, and I drafted AJ Brown because I like that connection. Okay. I took Brian Robinson Jr. of the Washington Football Team running back quite early. Mm. Um, but I was screwed. I had the tenth pick on a snake draft, so I had like twenty what twenty two picks in between my picks sometimes, so I had to reach on some players. But 
I got I did get Jamison Williams though, who's suspended for six games, but he's just gonna sit and ride the line for a while and and come out a swinging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but other than that, COVID was it was all right. It wasn't terrible. Don't see I what mean, all the fuss is about. <laughs> I was pretty sick for a couple of days, I feel like. The joint pain was the most uh, uncomfortable and the fever. But other than being off of work for an entire week and missing two things I had planned, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. And having zero energy for about six or seven days. Oh, man. Yeah. Hey, you want to make God laugh? Tell him your plans, right? Mm, exactly. <laughs> but I'm glad it happened when it did, Big Wait, City. Wait, that just made me laugh. What's that mean? <laughs> God is so happy I, I, right now. I'm glad it happened when it did, though, because I'm going to put my eyes on you live in the flesh tomorrow, boy. Yeah, man. I've been looking forward to this for, like, I guess since we planned it. But yeah, you guys have a sports adventure. What's going that's on? That's right. We're going out on the road, yeah. Rowdy, me and Big City. Big City Reed. We are taking o New York uh, specifically. Uh, more specifically, Flushing Queens by Storm on yeah. Friday. We're going to be at the tennis tournament, baby, the U.S. Open. That's right. Going to the U.S. Open, third round, round three, at night, in Arthur Ashe Stadium. Booyaka, we, we have tickets that are not very close to the court, but they're in the building, <laughs> but that and that's all that matters. That stadium can't you, be that You big. could probably yeah. wander I mean, around, right? Pick, yeah. Just hop in yes. a different seat. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see what we we'll see what we can get into. Look for you know, us on ESPN, though, Rowdy. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't have we'll ESPN, be, but some well, uh, someone can. If someone sees them, can you film it for me? Take mm. a photo of your TV. <laughs> yeah. Send it in. Send it into the Facebook. Yeah. If you yeah. can, if you can, if you have ESPN and TiVo, that would be ideal. Uh, TiVo. Yeah. There you go. Oh yeah, get it on TiVo. But yeah, this is something we. So I've lived in New York now for. Nearly nine years. Wow. This is my, like, in October, it'll be nine. Wow. Uh, which, is, which is wild in and of itself. But yeah. for, I don't know, all of those years, I guess eight of those years, because I missed the U.S. Open the first time, um, it's been something that I realize I should probably go to. And we've been talking, I don't know, for at least five years. Oh, yeah. About, mm -hmm. like, why don't we just get tickets and go? Yeah. And uh, in looking at some of... Uh, when doing some research about where to get tickets and what to do and all that stuff, um, finding posts from like six or seven years ago about how much the tickets cost versus oh, how much man. they cost now yeah. is a real big bummer. Oh, dude. It's not great. Like someone was like, can you believe the grounds cost twice as much as the seats? And the seats are $22. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh that's great. Glad for all of you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm very much looking forward to it just because it, it is a it's an iconic thing in in, in New York and uh yeah I've I've gotten a I've been near the grounds because they have uh, they have like a fan week where they will mm, open yeah, them yeah. for free mm. um, which is pretty cool and I've gotten to get sort of around around the area but not with any actual tennis going on and any of that so it, mm -hmm. it'll be really exciting nice. Um, and we should have good weather, which is great, even though there is a roof, so it doesn't matter. But yeah, the we weather does weather. look good. Yeah, low dew points. Oh yeah. Let's just y'all gonna we go get a see uh, draw lady so that I don't do anything stupid if Djokovic is there. 
Oh, man. <laughs> bring, we're going to bring extra batteries? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sir, Watch you can't for- get on the plane with 24D batteries. <laughs> Just explain what they're for, and they might let you on. Yeah. Like, look, I got to chuck these at somebody with terrible lettuce. For a good cause. Yeah. But yeah, we're still waiting to see who we're going to see play, which is kind of the sort of weird part about this process. That's kind of the unique thing about it, too, though. Yeah. Yeah. We might get to see Coco. We might get to see Joker. Who knows? Yeah. Or may see some people we've never never seen before. But usually at night. Venus Williams. We will not be seeing Venus, unfortunately. Oof, that was hard. But she might be around, time, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I've heard there is a lot of uh, put it in the Aya at uh, Arthur Ashe. Yeah, it's great. So yeah, uh, marijuana is legal in New York State. Uh, for all those wondering what what we're talking about, is so it, there have been some reports of a, a cloud uh, descended. A cloud has descended <laughs> on Flushing Meadows. Um, <laughs> Where people are, I, I don't know how long this is going to go on, I, and I don't know if like, you know we should we should consult a uh, friend of the pod. Uh, I don't know what we call Phil, um, hmm. but Phil, yeah, we don't who lives in a state where it's been legalized longer. Like, how long do people complain about the smell of marijuana? Because for the last. Well, since it's been legal, that's all people have wanted to write about is how they smell weed everywhere. And I'm going to be honest with you. Before it was legal, you still smelled it I was going to say, when I was there at 19, I smelled a lot of weed. Yeah. (laughs) Ever since I've lived here, it's been a constant. Yeah. Like, there there won't be anyone else on the street. And you'll be like, oh, somebody's smoking weed. Who is, what window is that coming out of? What multiple (laughs) windows? Like, no one will be around, but it smells like like weed. So, the U.S. Tennis Association is conducting an investigation. Oh, good oh, for them! So, gonna get down to it. Oh yeah. yeah, what what is their official what's what's their official take? I didn't I didn't see what they. Are, did they? Is it disallowed or some such? Is it performance? Uh, I don't I don't know I don't know. No. <laughs> but if you guys want to play They're it safe, into it. roll up with uh, CPAPs. Just wear your CPAPs into the uh, into the U.S. Open, and then you don't even have to worry about. It. You'll just be breathing. Fresh air. The fresh air, yeah. Yeah. Because we want to make sure we don't get any of the <laughs> devil's air, that I mean, wacky, I yeah. wacky I not, air. I, I'm not sure if I should be If you want to remember not, your time you're there. assuming I have a CPAP. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you for assuming we both have I just assumed both of, of you did, but... <laughs> and I mean, those are things that you wear whilst walking around. Yeah. <laughs> Specifically, you guys are in such terrible condition that you die sixty-four times an hour every (laughs) night. (laughs) Oh man! Oh wow! Well, we got a lot to talk about tonight since we took the week off. You guys want to get into it? Sure thing. Sure. All right. Well, uh, how about some sports? How about it? Uh, I'll, I'll tell you how about it. Uh, <laughs> we got. I'm going to start off. I would like you to tell me how about it. Uh, we got some hyper local news. Oh. So uh, first up, um, unfortunately, on August 18th, oh no, the beloved orca, Toki, or Tokitai, or Lolita, Lolita, unexpectedly passed away before oh. Jim or say, yep. Before Jim Ursay could My airlift God. her to her forever home in the Pacific Northwest. 
The thought she died of a from Miami to Seattle with Jim Irsay was too much. <laughs> yep. Yeah. She, she died of renal failure. Uh, possibly. They, 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 they believe it was a renal condition. Uh, but they, uh, on August 19th, they started a necropsy. So um, that's going to take, they said, maybe four, four weeks or, or more to, to get the official results. Um, but, yeah, they examined her for 10 hours, which I guess slicing up a, a 50-year-old whale probably takes a while but um did you ever see that show that was on nova back when we were in college that was a dissection show oh that would be amazing i know i i'm i'll remember what it's called as i talk about it here but i've looked for it all over i can't find it on youtube but Hmm. this woman did whales lion giraffe elephant shark Hmm. tiger alligator and it was just a huge room lit with the animal like on the floor, and she would take these huge like shovel-sized knives and stuff, and just like slit the elephant open and pulled out all of its guts, and was like, "This is eighty-seven yards of intestine." She was like the crocodile hunter of <laughs> of, uh, of autopsy. It was like she was super into. It, it was an awesome show. Oh, man. Yeah, that, that sounds wild. incredible. Uh, she did yeah. a chimpanzee. Like, it Ugh. was wild, dude. What was that, that called? Damn it. It was so Did she awesome. do the alien, too? The alien? The alien autopsy? I feel like I remember that. Mm, I don't remember an alien When you autopsy. say alien autopsy, yeah. we talking about like what a are you referring to? You don't remember the alien autopsy from the 90s? Nah, dude, this was in the early Not with 2000s. the words you've said oh, so far. Okay, okay. Different thing. Different thing. Well, you guys don't remember the alien now, autopsy? That was now huge. I want to talk about your thing. What, yeah, that was, no. that was huge. More, and, give us some more information. Oh, other in than your exclamatives. I mean, apparently only in in certain circles it was Those huge. But is this uh, when like Geraldo uh, opened up Al Capone's safe? It was uh, it was like uh, black and white footage, and it was like set up like you were seeing, you know. Uh, is this Area from one of the Men in Black? From Area 51 or something. Men in Black movies? It, it came out in 95 uh, mm. under the title Alien Autopsy Fact or Fiction, hosted Ooh. by Lieutenant Riker, Jonathan Frakes. Oh. Um, yeah, and it was it was huge, um, but it was actually staged. So <laughs> It was huge and also fake. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all, all, well, although the creator said... It was staged, but it was a staged reconstruction of footage that he saw in 1992, which had oh, deteriorated sure. and become unusable by the time he made the film. But yeah, check that out. Oh, it's, it's like a moon landing film. It's pretty wild. So it's like um, all from memory that he yeah. reconstructed yes. this autopsy. Yes. Found it inside um, nature's... It's crazy. Inside Good. nature's giants Ooh, is what the okay. show's called. Ooh. It's awesome. That's cool. All right. I'd rather be watching that than doing that. this. Should we just stop and start doing yeah. that? And just get um, live reactions? Yes. <laughs> we should start uh, a live reaction pod on Inside Nature's Giants. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad idea. Oh, man. Well, so rest in peace, Tokitai. Um, enjoy That's a your real forever bummer. home in the sky. Yeah. yeah. Going I to mean, the great ocean in the sky. That was an yeah. old whale, though. Um, is that old for but, a whale? 
I mean, how old adult. for a captive whale? I know. What was the age again? Fifty-two or something, right? Yeah, uh, some born somewhere between nineteen sixty-four and sixty-seven. So yeah, it was an uh-huh. o- older older whale. So um, somewhere between fifty-six and fifty-nine years old. So, mm, um, also in hyperlocal news, I wanted to give another update. Ooh. Um, IMPD, that's the Indianapolis, uh, Marion Metro- Indianapolis Police. Metropolitan Police Department, recovered <laughs> the stolen magic cards from what? Gen Con. Oh! Guess where, they, guess where they recovered them? A card shop. New York City. Whoa! Uh-huh. Here, here's so they they announced um, yesterday that they were able to locate and recover the stolen merchandise in New York City with the help of the New York State Police. Um, charges are expected to be filed with the Marion County Prosecutor's Office in the near future. Here's the great thing: uh, they uh, pretty early on in this investigation. They they had photos. I mean, they had the security camera photos of of these people and the footage oh, the of, guys, of them right? walking out with the yeah. uh, uh, the pallet jack of three hundred thousand dollars worth of Magic the Gathering cards. But they also found a whole bunch of other photos of these guys. It turns out it was Thomas J Dunbar, aka TJ, and mm-hmm. uh, Pearson Guillaume, who are both residents of New York City. Not only are they residents of New York City. They are also the creators of a game called Castle Assault. And this game, you can actually go to... So if you go to boardgamegeek.com, Castle Assault... I have that bookmarked. You you can find it on there. Currently, it has a 4.0 rating. This game was released in 2015. And uh, these guys and their game publishing company called Momentum Volsk... Uh, were the two were the two designers of this game? Mm. Not only are they, you know, I guess decently known in the gaming community. One of the guys was also wearing his Castle Assault T-shirt as they were walking out with the pallet. <laughs> wow. Well, that's not great. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so, you know, I will say, as a current. Uh, inhabitant of New York City, sometimes people, and I, I'll do this myself, sometimes people will leave stuff outside that is free. Like they don't want to throw <laughs> it away because it's still good, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Uh, they want someone to take it, so you, if it's out there, you just take it. So th- there's an opportunity here that they may have just thought that they were wanting to get rid of these yeah. cards, yeah, and they sure. were helping them out by, you know, Saving them from the landfills mm-hmm. uh, and giving them a new home and new life. So maybe that was, was why they sh- thought that was going to happen. I thought these was headed to the shredder. Well, they was just yeah. sitting there. Yeah. Well, I they, was doing these guys were very, very, very quickly identified. And so Almost there's been a lot of chatter <laughs> on uh, on the board game geek forums. People are like, uh, there, there's a lot of fun comments, but yeah, people have been tracking down all their information. So TJ apparently also has worked for NASA and IBM and is currently a quality technical program manager for L3 Harris Technologies, which is a defense and space contractor, which I assume pays pretty well. So sounds um, like it might. 
I don't know what their plan. I mean, because also, I mean, maybe they just had a van, I guess, to take all this stuff back to New York City. Mm. This just seems like an incredibly stupid heist. Um, other people were saying, because their game is called Castle Assault, other, other people were saying that they should do a sequel called Convention Heist. <laughs> um, Pretty so yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens with this. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's great. The other, the other fun thing was on August 15th, right after, um, <laughs> right after all this came out and people were starting to recognize them, uh, somebody commented on their Momentum Volsk uh, website um, they'll, they'll post like tips about different, uh, a lot of like mobile games and stuff. So they'll have little like tutorials and tips. So in the comments section, someone wrote, Hey, y'all might want to check the news about some missing magic, the gathering cards. And so they responded, LOL. I just saw that news. Um, so yeah, so they were, they were doing that. They were also checking into, I guess just the other day they checked into board game geek, on uh, on the 21st so the the people who run board game geek had reached out like hey guys like uh what's what's the story here so what's the haps wow yeah so very very brilliant uh brilliant heist but mm. um so yeah rest in power tj and pearson <laughs> um yeah can't. if you're gonna heist plan it <laughs> yeah don't do a heist of passion people treat heist, a heist like of planning like they can just do it you know they don't respect people's ability to heist be like walking yeah. out on an nba floor thinking you can play i mean you got to put in the work to be a good heister that's true you mm -hmm. know? next up we've got uh, uh this headline just says tyreek hill only does madden yeah, so this allegedly wide receiver Tyreek Hill, Rowdy, for the uh, Miami Dolphins, the fastest guy in the league, mm. uh, evidently does not watch game tape. He just plays Madden against the team he's getting ready to play, and that's how he gets ready for the games. <laughs> yeah. This is your kind he, of dude. That's fantastic. It, cause this, so this is the guy who's like, not only the fastest in the NFL, but he's like one of the fastest humans. Yeah, the cheetah. At a certain right? point, this is yeah, the cheetah. The, yeah, yeah. Nickname's the cheetah. He was the fastest person around. He never actually raced anyone, any of the track stars, but they tried to get him to like. I think didn't they try to get him to race Usain Bolt? There was talk of that, as I remember. But it never; those things never happened right. because I don't know why. But yeah, he said. <laughs> I feel like Madden has a good tell of how good players are. I just play Madden the night before and go look at all their ratings. Let's say, for instance, they have Steven Nelson and Derek Stingley Jr. over there. Two phenomenal players, by the way. I just get on Madden, I go to the EA rosters, and then scroll down to see what their awareness is, their speed and their strength, and that's how I get a good tell on them. Dude. Which, I mean, it's kind of like, it's funny because of the emphasis that, like, specifically ESPN yeah has put on Madden and the Madden rankings and it's like they interview people right. about how they feel about their own Madden rankings and they're like yeah. oh, oh yeah. I'm faster than that I'm stronger than that I should be higher yeah. I should whatever um so it's funny to see this taking like the next step where it's like no I just check Madden to see how they are well it's insane so that funny. the game is that accurate well right that you can actually glean something yeah. from it. although like being the fastest player Maybe it doesn't matter because he's just faster. Yeah, than just outrun. I mean, surely that. there's more than just speed. Like he actually knows how to run routes and all that. Right. But like, 
It is. It's pretty wild. Yeah. Well, what's funny is I was just talking to a friend whose son is a high school quarterback here in Indy. And I was talking to him about, like, how that's going. And he's talking about how, like, you know, he... Oh, yeah, like, he's, you know, I think he had played soccer for years and then ended up just, I guess, being a pretty decent quarterback. Better with his hands. But Mm -hmm. he, uh, but, yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, he's always, like, watching watching the tapes and all that stuff. I'm like, for high school? And they're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, Every every game they get tapes of the other teams. And he's watching that. Having us watch with them and and like analyzing that and everything and and we actually talked about Madden, and I mean we we we've talked about it before, but the one thing with like you know games like Madden and uh, FIFA and um, NASCAR, uh, in NBA Two K, all all those games that give you like a very good feel for the game from like a bird's eye view. Um, it's interesting because I've seen, I've seen multiple stories where people have talked about how it's changed the game with all these players who grow up, you know, before all these types of games, you, you knew what it was like to play, but you didn't get that big picture. You had the coaches who were doing that. So now it's like, they're able to visualize these plays in a way that they couldn't before they had these games. And yeah, when you now are getting to the point where, they're very, very accurate simulations and you can do, you've got weather conditions and everything else. Like, yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy how it's changing the game, but, um, but it is funny that a high school quarterback prepares more than uh, Tyree kill apparently for his games, but uh, yeah. he, he's probably also not as fast as Tyree kill to your point. Yeah. It, it is funny to like, like the, the amount of money that, that goes into. If it's so funny, why aren't you laughing? Well, it's like a, it's like a, ha ha funny, not like a ha ha ha. Mm-hmm. Um, Curious, but no, the, there was uh, like race car drivers because they have like, an, the video game the makers have analyzed the yeah. the tracks that they ride so that they race on so much. Like they have yep. weird bumps in the asphalt. They have like mm-hmm. you know they have all of those things mapped out to give the player the real experience that then the professional can use it. Yeah. to glean insight, which is yeah. pretty wild. Have you seen I those? think they should just do that. I mean, they should just do that instead of actually racing because then you don't die. Well, Rowdy, there's reels going around of F1 drivers, and they just play the audio of the car shifting, and they can tell you what track it is. Oh, that's oh, insane. Yeah. That's Isn't that cool. wild? I mean, it's just like that. That's wah, so, wah, like, wah, 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 wah. And then they'll be like, oh, Le Mans. Like, they know, like, how you have to downshift, upshift, how long the straightaways are. And just by the audio, they can tell you what track it is. It's insane. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Well, anything else on that, guy? Video games is ruling the world. Yeah. Guess so. Uh, we, here. You guys want to talk about um, Mr. Uh, Ronald Acuna Jr.? This was kind of yeah, weird. He, Did you see these videos, Big City? This was super weird. Yeah. Yeah. It took me a minute to figure out. Okay, so Ronald Acuna Jr., he's, well, who's he playing for now? Uh, he plays for the Braves. That's right. He's still in Atlanta, but this was and, in Denver at Rocky Stadium. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were playing at Coors Field, yeah. but yeah, he plays for Atlanta, and he is one of the best baseball yeah. players for sure in the league. Just 
some fans rush the field, point. Rowdy, and they one guy grabs him, and then another guy runs up and grabs them both. And I couldn't tell at first if that was the security guard or not. Then another security guard comes running in. Then another fan. Then Acuna goes down, gets knocked over, because one of the security hmm. guards is on the ground grabbing one of the guy's feet. Just grabbing And he just, legs. like, tips, like, cow tips him. <laughs> like. Yeah. The form on that yeah. is terrible. Like, he kind of, like, just goes up and grabs his legs and, like, kind of falls down. And then he ends up being the thing that Acuna, yeah. Acuna trips over. It was the weirdest <laughs> thing. What's weird? I don't understand. So there's security at all at all sporting yeah. games, right? You see them in soccer fields and football fields and baseball fields, all that. Uh, they never seem prepared to actually chase somebody. And they're when never that's athletic. really the only thing they're going to have to do. Why do you have uh, the 400, 6, 8, 400 pound guy in the outfield yeah. the, where he's going to have to run to do anything? Put that guy next to the dugout, you know? It's yeah. Like, <laughs> you need multiple types of guys. Yeah. Just like the team does to get the job done. So why are we like, because I mean, and, and, you know, thankfully, I guess, like (gasps) the fans, it appeared just wanted to try to get selfies or whatever. Mm Well, they but were giving like, him a hug. I mean, the one guy, I just watched one the video, the, the one dude, yeah. like, he could have been that, stabbing him and murdering him yeah, that entire he would, time. He would not let go. Like, that's yeah. the craziest thing is, like, he's giving him a hug, but he's, like, just not letting go right. to, well, to the point where the security has to be, like, prying him off. That's insane. Yeah. And the second guy, once they start to care, like, they have to, so this, they sec, they stop the second, and there's actually a third guy, too, that didn't make it very far. Mm. Um, the second guy who gets like, who is, who comes in later and still almost gets to the point where he can touch him. Yeah. They start to drag him off the field and he starts losing his mind <laughs> and it's, it's impossible to tell what he, like, it, it's unclear if he was up, like if he was angry at Acuna, Acuna or mad that he didn't get a chance to take a picture with him or something, but like. He was like, they had to lift him up off of the ground and then slam him down back on the ground just to get him so they could get him off of the field. Now, let's think about this. Let's create our, our uh, kind of uh, narrative here. This is in downtown Denver at Coors Field. Mm-hmm. These guys are obviously Braves fans. Is this one of yeah. these uh, instances where uh, you remember when edibles first became legal in Colorado and people were eating the entire candy bar? Perhaps <laughs> this was one of those moments where they lost their minds and forgot what realm they were in. Maybe they had to hit that portal. Maybe that portal yeah. opened up and they had to hit it. Yeah, they just had to walk through yeah. it. Yeah, they should have thrown a rock through it <laughs> yeah. first, which would have let them... Have an understanding that it wasn't real or the right thing to do. Um, but yeah, it is kind of fun. Like, that's the thing. Like, this feels very uh, classic post-pandemic world we live mm-hmm. in, right? Because it, it feels like one of the weird things of, like, pre- and post-pandemic was how people behave at sporting events. Like, because I remember, like, basketball, like, right after people were spitting on people. Yeah throwing stuff and that became like a mild epidemic for a period of time in the NBA. And then, you know, with that plus the, you know, the continuation of social media and the desire to get a thing and at all costs, like they can't arrest us all. Right. Right. Like that, (laughs) 
it's it's we interesting to see how this like continues to happen. Like people throwing throwing phones and throwing different things at like music events and all that, mm-hmm. like on stage and hitting people, like hitting the performer they're there to see in the face with a phone yeah. that will stop the performance immediately. <laughs> like what? Like it, it's people aren't processing information the same way anymore. Yeah, and that's. It'll be interesting to see how that sort of continues and what is done to sort of counteract it, but it's wild. That video is super, like, and there was a, someone posted the video of the commentary afterwards, and the, the commentators are just like, this can't happen. <laughs> well, particularly. What is going on? Particularly after that woman got a pistol into the White Sox game. Did you hear that one, Rowdy? Yeah. She got a pistol yes. into the White Sox game by putting it in, a fat, in one of her fat rolls. And got through Yikes. security. Well, when we went to Which, when we went to Wrigley, I wondered what I mean. We just walked through these two like little pillar things, mm-hmm. and that was it. And I was like, "This is it now." And the last couple shows I've gone to, same same exact contraption. And I even like turned around and looked at the little iPad thing the guy was looking at, and I couldn't tell. I mean, it was definitely not like an X-ray thing like you see at the airport or something where you can like see what's going on. I don't know what's going on, but they that thing didn't pick up this lady's pistol. And she shot herself. Yeah. Which, I mean, you know, if she's going to shoot anybody, yeah. that's great that it was herself. Uh, yeah, the, I didn't know that you could foil a metal detector just by, like, being obese. Yeah. Right? Like, and I say that with, simp- like, not as a judgment, just as a s- statement of fact. But, like... Oh yeah, I just hid this in my body and it was fine. <laughs> like I thought the metal de- the whole point of the metal detector is to check where you can't see, which would be in the body. So I don't understand that disconnect, Boy, but uh, you know, pat downs might get a little bit more intimate after that one. Yeah, jeez. I mean, ugh. yeah. But that that made me think when I saw that Acuña thing, I was like, "Oh man, this is like right after that uh, gun went off at a White Sox game. This could have been. I mean, what if he that guy would have just like uh, Steffi, not Steffi Graf, Monica Sellist him right there. Yeah, just stabbed. Well, him. that's it. Yeah, I mean, you could a you can fashion a number of things you For get sure. at a baseball park into a yeah, stabbing device to death in the outfield. Yeah, because that's all. It, like you, if you're willing, you can get the job done with those sorts For of things, sure. or if you have the access. So that that's that's the crazy part. Like everyone involved is super. Like it, it, it is uh, fortunate that everyone was just, like, that they were just trying to get a picture or just trying to say hello or just trying to touch him right. or whatever. Because people do that with Messi, too, yep. where they just want to touch him. But Messi's got um, that shadow, man. <laughs> yeah. And that's, I mean, that's, that's cool. the way to do it. You see Just Matt get a Rowdy? shadow. Messi has no. a guy on the sideline that follows him down, up and down the pitch in case anyone breaks out onto yeah. the field. He takes them out. Wow. Yeah. During the game? Yeah. Before the game, after the game, like he's taking pictures, he's taking people's hands off of Messi's shoulder yeah. wow. for the photos. He's catching things like he's that they're sh- throwing in the tunnel at him, like he's knocking it away as they go into the tunnel. Mm-hmm. He's like a force field. Yeah, you know, just always him. there. Yeah, that's what that you got. I mean, phenomenon is it's just incredible. The Messi thing, it's absolutely huh. incredible. I saw something yeah. the other day that they've already sold like. Two hundred and fifty million dollars worth of tickets because of Messi or something. Oh yeah, 
it's like they have they have made two or three times more money than they were expecting based on their projections and they pro- like you know they did the math right. They're like oh we'll we'll make x amount and they've made like three times that <laughs> <laughs> and he's also like what the top three all-time goal scorers yeah. for the club yeah. and he's been, he's been I'm grant that's not a high super high mark because they're new and they've always been bad but still right. well it's like uh it's like Shaq playing junior high ball, or almost. Yeah. I mean, it's just when you're when you're shooting from basically the half mark, or mm-hmm. you can, you know. I mean, it's like what? Yeah. This is incredible. Yeah. He's on pace to have a statue outside of that stadium before the season's over. Correct. <laughs> yep. Which would be fantastic yep. and deserved. And I just hope it's better than Why the not? Ronaldo one. <laughs> <laughs> Or Can't do, or maybe just as good. Yeah. Maybe I should say just <laughs> <Yeah>. as good. <laughs> <laughs> they should hire the Ronaldo sculptor and the woman that painted that fresco, fresco? in Italy yeah. in that church where it looked like meatball Jesus. Like they should, <laughs> oh, they should tag team it. Uh, well, hey, speaking of football, uh, college football is back. <laughs> That's uh, right. Thank. God. Best time of year, Rowdy. Best is it? time of year. Yes, the temperature it is falls, the best time of the year. The gridiron is back. Some teams think it always feels like my friends have become more distant during football season. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. You don't need close friends all the time. Yeah. It's fine. Some actually, we don't have a commiss cast this week. I have no idea why. Because some teams think they're so good they play in week zero. Man. <laughs> Notre Dame the, over Navy in Dublin, Ireland, right. forty-two to three. Real barn burner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thankfully. So, I mean, as a Notre Dame it fan, pretty good. So, for the longest time, it was like, oh yeah, Navy is a Navy is a cakewalk for us. And then, like in the last what ten or fifteen years, they put points on. That's you. not been the right. case. They put points on you because. You don't you don't focus on the person, the person ends up biting yep. you. Right? Like so <laughs> it was nice to see them handle the team. Cause that's I think that's one thing we've talked about in the last couple of years with Notre Dame. Like it would be nice just to see them handle the teams they're supposed to handle. Like not losing to Marshall would be cool. Right. And just beat beat the teams you're supposed to beat. Right. Cause that was always like that's always that's been a thing for a while where it's just like, I hope we beat this team. Yeah. I hope we beat Pitt, you know. Yeah. Well, I think they got um, a quarterback this year. But yeah, they have a quarterback. They were playing in Ireland. He has an AARP which, card, but you have a quarterback. Yeah, yeah. That he looks. I mean, he has the the beard, the very dark yeah. beard, and the very dark hair age him. But he looks. He's thirty something. Like into his thirties yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, but he'll just look like that forever, probably. But, uh, but yeah. I don't love week zero stuff because you watch, like, I didn't have a chance. I I had pr- a prior commitment, so I didn't get a chance to watch that yeah. game. Don't tell Casper. Uh, so I, I did go back and watch it from start to finish. Good on you. On, on tape delay yeah, for baby. the first time, maybe, which was a weird it's thing a for me. Um, but uh, But, yeah, the week zero stuff is never that fun because, like, there's one marquee game, and then all the other games are just kind of, like, ho-hum. Well, and it was and like you get excited for yeah. football, and then you're like, oh, but I've got to watch <laughs> these teams I've never heard of, like the teams I don't usually like pay attention to, and they're playing okay. And I got to listen to Noah Eagle and Jason Garrett. 
Oh, man. Wow. I mean, wow. at this point, like, the nepotism with Noah Eagle is a little frustrating. I didn't really have a huge problem with the way he called It was supposed to game. be Jax Collinsworth, but he had COVID. Oh, really? Yep. Uh, so that means it's going to be Jack yep. next. God damn it. Well, that 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 sinks my battleship. I thought they'd made a change and no, it wasn't going to be Jack. They made anymore. that announcement I, right at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would much rather it be continue to be Noah Eagle. Jack Collinsworth is just oh, terrible. It, he is the worst, and that bums me out. Yeah. And Jason Garrett, I don't know what he brings to the table other than just saying the same thing. No, over that and guy over is again. a robot. Oh, uh, this guy's going to shoot his gun. What does that mean, dude? Yeah. Why do you keep saying it for both offense and defense? Right, right. The dude, I think he's a robot. Yeah, only a poor, like a, but not like a good, like a like a discount robot. Yeah, like a Pete Buttigieg, just real robot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like the robot the Cribbles have. Yeah, friend, his friend. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Uh but it's back for anyway. real rowdy this weekend. Thir- uh, uh, what? Fri- <laughs> Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, we got college football. Yeah. Hmm. Alabama plays on Saturday. Now, I will say this. Th- this is my take on Alabama coming out of uh, fall camp, and we still don't have a name starter at quarterback. And I have a, since we're opening up with Middle Tennessee State, I have a feeling we're going to see two, if not three, quarterbacks in this game. Who's leading that? I think it's Milfo. Battle. Milfoy. Milfoy. Okay. But it should be. That's that's the guy. And that's the guy that started against A&M last year. Hmm. So he has the most yeah. experience. But um, I have never seen Coach Saban joke with reporters and smile as much in the last two or three, uh, two or three press conferences at this time of year. Even in the years past when we've known we've had Tua or we know we have Bryce Young or, you know, the, the quarterback thing is not even an issue, he's never been in this good a mood. And from all the beat reporters I read coming out of T-Town, that is not a good sign for Alabama's <laughs> opponents this year. So do we think that, like, is there an opportunity that it's also just not great for, like, that it's, it could just be not good for Alabama fans? Is there any opportunity for I that, mean, that he's an, too confident? There's an opportunity. Or he oh, just doesn't care as it's much? overconfident. Here's my thing. Yeah. What I think is, I don't think our offense is going to be, it's going to be slow start is my expectation. And it's not going to be what it's been in the past four or five years. But I think the defense has the potential to be a late aughts defense. Like a uh, smothering so just defense. Like, it doesn't matter what the offense does. Right. That, I think because he said there are four running backs that are going to play. So they're, they're going to run the whole stable of running backs, and the defense is supposed to be really good. So I think it's going to be 2009, like Ground and Eddie Lacy, uh, Derrick Henry era, more so than the Waddle uh Devontae Smith, Jerry Judy era, Henry Ruggs era. I think we're going to oh, see okay. a cloud of dust, ground and pound, and keep people under 10 points. That's my hope yeah. anyway. <clears throat> well, of course. 
That's because there's football. nothing better than a smothering defense. <laughs> I mean, that's I would true. Rather I mean, shut having a good defense out yeah. than win by fifty. You know what I mean? I'll right. take a twenty-eight to zero game over a fifty to thirty-five game any day of right. the week. You know, and that's why I was yeah. Really outscoring hoping. is fun, but it's not as enjoyable. Right. Yeah, that's why I was hoping for Notre yeah. Dame too. Get that shut out, boys. Stamp it. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, close. Yeah. Which is they look good. Close counts, right? They look good. They look. I mean, against again, as you yeah. said, against he, Navy. I had to and tell the commissioner to to uh, pull back on the reins. It's still Navy, buddy. Yeah, but it was kind of interesting to see a quarterback throw a pass and be like, "Oh, that's going to go to the <laughs> yeah, guy." It was. It was weird. <laughs> yeah, it went right to him. How about yeah. that? Oh man, newfangled offense. Who's ND got this week? Uh, are they off? They no they well they they've got uh, Tennessee State oh they've got they've got a Tennessee team um, oh, I don't know why Bama has Middle Tennessee here. State so are you playing uh, oh, what's the other Tennessee minor league Tennessee it's just team? yeah it's ten, it's Tennessee State oh Tennessee State it's yeah TSU Tennessee State that's hilarious. I had not looked at their logo before, but they're apparently the Tigers. I wonder if that's an HBCU. And it, looks, it looks real close to the LSU logo. Oh, but yes. With a little, I remember them. Now. Oh, really? I remember a them. A little now. notch there for the T. Yeah. Oh, check. it does. Yeah, the Ch- Tennessee State Tigers. And they that like it looks like they wrote LSU. They're like, <laughs> oh, wait, it's not an L. Put a, I just, put a yeah, thing on funny. it. That's funny. What do you call the little thing on a T? Does it have a name, Rowdy? Do you know that? Uh... Handlebar, handlebar, handlebar. Okay, that's the official. Yeah, well, sure. I look forward to watching college football with you, Big City, and both of our teams beating the hell out of the state of Tennessee. Yeah, that sounds great. And you know what? I I had this realization earlier this week. I don't know. I can't remember the last time you and I I watched an Alabama football game with you. Oh, yeah. Because you typically don't people watch them people. with people. Right. Yeah. And we definitely didn't watch that championship together because that would have been no, no good. And it that's was the terrible. one you guys wouldn't let Rowdy in for, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We kicked him yeah. out with all of his printouts. Gave me multiple false locations, <laughs> and when I finally tracked you down, you wouldn't let me. Wouldn't yeah. let me in the door. Yeah. And you, it, it's probably for the best because yeah. you would have messed around, yeah. and then it'd have gotten serious. Somebody would have done yeah. something. Yeah. That's probably yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the commish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's we, true. You would have gotten commish tossed. Well, I hadn't thought of yeah. it like that, Big City, but this is a rare, uh, uh, this is a rare I know. Uh, time that, because I don't, wa- I used to watch with Adair sometimes. He'd come over and watch, but I don't watch with anyone anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so yeah, and I like I can't. I know we've watched plenty of sports together, yeah. but I don't think we've watched an Alabama specifically in the last, well, easily in the last ten right. years, just because I haven't been right. around. But well, here we go. I'm excited. Here we go. Well, hey, while you guys watch these sporting events, uh, might I suggest a hot new recipe to Ooh, try? Yeah. Okay, let's hear so it. So we we covered. I don't know, sometime maybe last year. Uh, time's not real, so who knows. Yeah, um, circle. The the taste sensation developed by <laughs> race car driver Richard race Petty. Race car legend. 
race car yeah. legend, yes. the king, yes, Richard Petty. Um, he developed a recipe. His favorite sandwich is white bread, like Wonder Bread, spread mayonnaise on it, and then just black pepper on top. And if if you listen to that episode, you recall um, you ate one live on. I air. made that. Tried it. Tried it live on mm-hmm. air, and I had to say, "Hey, this is not a bad." Sandwich. Um, But I've updated the recipe slightly. Mm -hmm. Made it your own, really. Made it my own. Well, I don't want to... See, I don't want to steal the glory. So I've decided to name this the Kyle Petty. Okay, the next generation. So, yeah. So the Kyle Petty, if you want to experience this, here's what you do. It's basically a Richard Petty. But instead of the white bread, you get... English muffins. I use the Thomas brand sourdough muffins because they're the original nooks and crannies English muffins. Um, are they a sponsor? Not a sponsor. No, but they could be. They, you are more than welcome. Any day. Yeah. They, they totally could be. Uh, so you, you take the English muffin, toast it, and then you basically have two little sandwiches right there. Once that mm. pops up, spread on the mayo, <laughs> and then sprinkle, sprinkle the crushed black pepper. And I got to say, no offense to the king, but uh, Kyle Petty, son of Richard Petty, uh, your, your, your sandwich, I think, is, is even better. See, what this is. Because here's why. It, yeah. Uh, go, go ahead. You, I mean, you got the nooks and crannies, mm-hmm. so you got the, te- the texture. It's always nice. about the nooks mm-hmm. and crannies. Um, got pistols in but, there and everything. And, and, the, <laughs> and the thing that really makes the, the Richard Petty good is... Uh, as we discovered, it sounds it sounds disgusting, but when you try it, the black pepper really brings out the lemon zest mm. in the <laughs> mayo. Sure. So, so you get it, you know, because mayo is made with uh, lemon juice and I don't know other things. Egg maybe oil. Y- yeah. Um, and oil. So it really brings that up, but then when you add on the English muffin, especially the sourdough, you get a little bit of extra tang from that sourdough. And then that with the mm, black pepper, with mm-hmm. the mayo Ooh. and it, Flavor and it tang. yeah. And it's a little bit, if you think about it, you know, uh, I've been thinking about it. <laughs> so Kyle Petty was this, was the son of Richard who, and Richard was the son of, I think Lee Petty. So it's a racing dynasty. Mm. And so, by the time Kyle came along, you know, he's, he's, his dad's a star. So he's, right. he's got a little bit more, um, he's a little more worldly. He's traveling to these races. This is a little silver he's spoon. experiencing the limelight. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit of a mm-hmm. silver spoon. I mean, he definitely, he definitely paid his dues. When you're raised with um, money, put it on that muffin. Yes. So, so yeah, it's just a, it, I'm, I'm, I'm going to recommend this to anyone. If you're looking for a, a late night snack, or if you're looking for a good college football snack, try the, try the Kyle Petty. You won't, you won't be disappointed. If you don't have the sourdough, not a problem. English muffin still works. You're still going to get that zang from the, uh, <laughs> zang? From the black pepper and the mayo, <laughs> but 
What's your What's your Mayo brand of oh, choice? Because I know there, I, I I don't have access to Dukes here, but I've heard Dukes has even more twang. Mm. I should Zang? try Dukes. Dukes might be a good recommendation for this because you're right; it does have a little bit more of that. Um, so I think if you took and now I, you'd have to be careful because you've got the you got the sourness of the sourdough, the the lemon from the from the mayo, and then the black pepper. It might be too much. But I'd say try Dukes. Um, I just use Hellman's, but mm, okay. but yeah, Dukes Classic. is a good recommendation. Yeah. So maybe I'll see if I can s- s- scare up some English muffins for Saturday. Oh, there you go. Might could. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And do some investigating. Mm-hmm. Report back. Okay. All right. Challenge accepted. We'll do it. Oh, and and as you're walking around, I mean, oh boy, uh, you might want to. Uh, you got to also pay attention to your, your wardrobe, obviously footwear. Um, but you might also want to try some general booty shorts. Oh, mm hmm. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. New underwear. <laughs> Fantastic segue. What are this, these? There's boxer briefs that say booty on the booty. <laughs> and this is from General Booty. General former booty. Former, right? He's not currently. He's old now, right? I, I can't remember. I think he's still there. Is he currently? Is he still I'm there? I think sure he's still there, he's, yeah. There's been a lot of weird named people. So, yeah, G- General Booty, Oklahoma quarterback. Is now. Is is, is it NIL he deal? This, deal? He now has his own NIL panty line. Booty shorts. <laughs> That's great. Why not? I mean, it, it, it's well, not a terrible... I mean, it kind of makes sense, right? I mean, it's fine. I mean, it's Oklahoma I, quarterback. Who booty is Booty is one of those words, uh, kind of like funky. Mm-hmm. When people say it, it just discredits anything they've ever said to me. Like, oh, this is funky. Oh, nice booty. I don't want to hear anything else oh. you have to say. Yeah, so but imagine hard. this guy, his whole life has had to hear people saying it. I know. And he's it's probably sick fault. of it, so at least he's getting to cash in on it. That's true. I mean, yeah, no, all, all the power to him to cash in on this, because I think if you have a dumb name, you yeah. should cash in on it. It's like a boy named Sue. Well, but what yeah. are your what are the parents thinking when you already have the last name of Booty that you name your kid General? Yeah. I mean, that is one of the most it, Oklahoma things I've heard in a long time. Yeah, it feels like they, they obviously wanted to have do something playful, but I don't know if they were as, if that's really the better, the best option. Um, Boy, there are some weird names general. in college football. There are. I mean, I thought there was a weird pro uh, names, but there are some weird names in college football. We we need to do a list again sometime, Rowdy, of the crazy names in college football. Oh yeah, because isn't Jim Bob Cooter on the Colts now? Oh, as isn't a coach he on the staff. Yeah, now? he well he was. I don't know if he oh, still okay. is, but I forget um, which staff he was a part of because it's he might have been the been Matt, so much Ryan, change Matt Ryan yeah staff. he was he was he was hired in February as offensive coordinator okay so he's okay. starting now so yeah. okay yeah yeah Jim Bob Cooter so yeah we got Jim Bob Cooter General Booty what was the other 
There was another general, or ma- Major Apple Major Apple White. That's what it was. Yeah, Major Apple White. That was a quarterback. Archivius Mingo. Oh yeah, somebody somebody uh, had posted that um, Key and Peel. Oh yeah, that's a great bit. Yeah, of them and like Bar- uh, DeBrickishaw Ferguson was Ferguson. himself. Yeah, <laughs> and said his own name in that bit. Yep. And there's a few other ones that were pretty good. Um, but yeah, it's a great name. Happy that he's cashed in on it. Uh, but miss me with booty shorts. Yeah. All right. We'll miss you with miss that. Miss me with all of it. Well, I feel like on that note, we sh- we probably should wrap it up until, you know, you guys get to see each other in person and do your own live episodes. That's right. But, on the uh, Patreon. Any, any, anything else to add? Anything else you'd like to get off your chest? Has everybody said their piece? Uh, I think so. Just in general? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's on your heart, Big City? <laughs> No, I'll I'll keep that to myself. Okay. I'll, I'll 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 share that with Reed when he's nice. out here. Oh, cool. All right. Well, that's it. We did it. Episode three hundred eight. We did sports. As always, I want to thank the Minister of Sound, Mikey, the Junior Minister of Sound, Ralphie, Jet Belly Music, the Commissioner Brandon Casburn. Uh, we need that commish cast commish. Yeah. Uh, food editor Dennis Chu, the Kentucky Colonel Sean, who not only is an official Kentucky Colonel with a certificate. He he showed me he now has a uh, sticker for his car and a brass uh, uh, business card. Oh hell certifying yeah! Certifying his oh, man. Kentucky Colonelhood, dude. Um, that, Colonel, Colonel, can you have him on and have him talk about that yeah, more? I want to hear more about that, but from him, not from any of you. Yeah, <laughs> we should patch him in. Well. We'll have to, yeah, we'll have to see if we can figure out how to do that. Um, I don't know how the tech stuff works, but he's a colonel. I'm sure he can. Yeah, he has, it. I guess he could he do like people. what? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, and of course, the honorary ball boy this week is honorary ball boy this week turns seventy today. Hall of Famer and NBA all-time games played at sixteen hundred eleven. The Chief Robert Parrish. From Larry Bird, oh. Kevin McHale, Celtics, Red Auerbach, Celtics fame. He is the current and still record holder after 21 seasons with 1,611 games, four championships. If I did my math correctly, LeBron would have to go more than two more full seasons to get close to passing Robert Parrish, who I also think is a black belt in some type of martial art. At seven feet tall. But he turns 70 today. The Chief. Oh, interesting. One of my favorite players. Double zero. Hmm. Awesome. So happy birthday, Chief. All right. Yeah, he, happy yeah. birthday. Good job. I'm glad it wasn't someone who died this week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Email us at sportsportsportspot at gmail.com with any questions, headlines, or topics you would like to discuss. And don't forget to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask, how about some sports? How about it? Yeah.